I actually want to start this episode with a quote I quite like. It's from uh, the infamous Dr. Jordan Peterson, which we've talked about, uh, or about whom mm. we've talked about in the podcast already quite a few times. Um, and the quote is as follows. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. And this quote... <laughs> nice one. It's... It's yeah. If, maybe if you hear hear this quote for the first time, it's quite strange and weird. And you're like, why? Why would I be a monster? I want to be a good guy. I want to be kind. I want to be all that. And what Dr. Peterson basically argues when it comes to morality, when it comes to being a good person, is that you're not a good person if you're not able to be a monster. If you're not able of bad things and choose not to do them or choose to control them. Um, mm -hmm. And another analogy he often uses, and I also quite like, is that it's better to be a... No, what, what was it? It's better to be a soldier in a garden than a gardener in a war. Mm -hmm. and, and what I want to get at with all of these quotes and random bits is something I've been... Uh, looking at and watching and reading about for the last few days for some reason is this concept of shadow self which some people may or may not know it's a psychological concept introduced by Carl Jung and in very simple terms and I'm not going to be like super scientific about it it's like the shadow self is the parts of yourself and that can be personality traits emotions thoughts fantasies whatever that are very difficult to accept and that aren't really you know aren't kind thoughts aren't necessarily moral personality traits aren't necessarily things that would be normally considered to be good things about you and mm -hmm. those parts of yourself those shadow self parts are usually things that are very hard for you to accept or, or even to identify because oftentimes or actually, usually, they are rooted in your subconscious. So you don't really have conscious access to them whenever you want. They kind of just pop out in random moments or in dreams or, again, or in your fantasies or thoughts or whatever. But it's very hard to pinpoint them and to identify them. And, yeah, I don't know, <clears throat> there isn't... A specific, a specific reason I've been thinking about that and reading about that, I just find it fascinating because I... Can you... I've noticed... Before we get into what you've noticed about you, can you still make it a bit clearer? Like what, what for example, cannot be accessible uh, directly but is like kind of part of you? Do you have like... A specific example right at the moment or do we, would you want to introduce that on you by yourself like with the example <sighs> of yourself mm, it's very difficult to give like a specific thing but things is it like the things you would be capable if i don't know a war breaks out you'd be capable of killing people and you well, yeah to accept that. yeah for sure for example that for that for sure but also just like deeply negative emotions such like mm -hmm. sadness, rage, like, laziness, 
angry okay, like all of really that. hating yourself because you're a lazy bum all day lying on the couch and <laughs> or what yeah and also also just the parts like, of you that would absolutely be capable of cruelty of torturing yeah, okay, people okay, okay. and the parts of you that might actually enjoy that you know um, uh, okay, okay, okay. Another thing he like often talks where about. We would think uh, that we would think as of as generally accepted, morally wrong. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. It's really uh, he o- he often likes to to give the example of um, when people say, "Well, I would I would have never been a a guard, uh, you know, in in during the Nazi. How do you translate that?" Nazi, during Nazi, Nazi Germany, Nazi, yeah, yeah, during yeah. the Nazi regime, I would never do that. I would never be a guard. I would never kill people. I would never do all that stuff, uh, yeah. no matter the consequences. <laughs> and yeah, and P- and I, whenever I hear that, I'm like, you're so incredibly naive. I actually want to punch you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you genuinely believe that about yourself, you're yes, just yes, yes. to me, you're, like, you're incredibly naive. And mm. either you lie to yourself consciously, or you just you just think at the moment that you would not be capable of that, but that just means you're not self-aware enough because you would absolutely be capable of that. I would absolutely be capable of that, and I know that, and I mm. sort of accept that. And we're going to get into the accepting parts of it and why it's important to kind of accept okay. the parts in your shadow self and yeah, integrate them. And the better integrated they are, the, the and it's a, it's a weird paradox because, again, the shadow self parts are all the ugly, immoral incredibly cruel things about yourself or the things you mm. could be capable of um and the paradox is that the more you integrate them and the more you analyze them identify them accept them and kind of integrate them into your personality the more or the better person you actually become mm. and the the stronger person you actually become whereas i think people who like to portray themselves as having more superiority and be like, yeah, I'm I'm just such a good person. I would never do that and I would never do that. I don't like those people. <laughs> I really don't. Because <laughs> those are usually people, in my opinion, who are the worst. Because when it comes hard on hard, when the situation is actually difficult and stressful and um, all of that, most of those people kind of throw away all of their so-called morals and mm-hmm. kind of crumble under the pressure. Again, yeah, it's the gardener in the war. And stuff. Okay, yeah. Again, yeah, it's the uh, gardener in the war. And I would rather be someone who I know is capable of all the cruel things and all the mm-hmm. terrible things and that are part of human nature and know, again, how to control. So I, I want to be, quote-unquote, a monster and learn how to control it rather than so, be someone who pretends to be yeah, an angel. So, so you would argue that if you know yourself and also those cruel sides of yourself, you have like a better foundation for staying intact as a person in like times of adversity or difficulty absolutely so, but so you also argue just it, in, okay, yeah. in general so in life mm-hmm. and uh, because because you then know that uh, you, you know what you'd be capable of doing and you are i don't know you you can play the strings more effectively from preventing you in normal life from doing those things and when it comes to actually needing to do maybe some of those cruel things you i don't know can do them in a better way or or what what's what's the what's your argumentation there i think you 
the moment you, you accept just, them and yeah. kind of integrate them into your personality um, and kind of take them out of your subconscious, so to speak, in that moment, you have better control over them. They don't mm -hmm. control you anymore. They don't just pop out at random moments and kind of take over your whole persona. No, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. after you're done, you don't even realize what you've done. You know, and you're like, oh my God, I, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want... That way, if you integrate them, you can say, okay, that, that was a conscious decision to be maybe a little harsh, a little cruel in that situation or to give my anger more control in that situation because that was what was required. But I, I was in full control of that. Mm. Um, so, so you want to get like closer to like like by getting to know your shadow self it enables you to get closer to the ideal self the moral self that you actually imagine yourself to be or that you want to get closer to generally in life absolutely that on one part but i think the other part for me also is i think a big aspect of that is just not lying to yourself and being truthful to yourself mm -hmm. and being able to look yourself in the mirror and actually formulate what you are and yes, the things yes, you yes, think definitely. and the things you it's want like, to do but will, will not do because they're more and you know they're more or you might get get jailed for them um mm -hmm. i think just not lying to yourself is a very big part yeah, of that's like self-awareness and just being overall a well-rounded and yeah just honest person because you can't be honest with other people if you're not honest with yourself you know yeah i mean that's usually like a dysfunctional coping behavior like lying to yourself trying to push it away and getting yeah. it out of out of yeah yeah you're in a mind and stuff and then it will come back in the future and haunt you down someplace somewhere yes so yeah in that case um sounds like a nice little concept actually so Feel free <laughs> <Nice> to <laughs> little concept. One of the most important concepts in psychology. And he is like, yeah, a nice little concept right there. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> Very cute. Makes makes sense. Makes sense to me. Um can, yeah, go ahead. I mean you wanted to start out already what with your shadow self or stuff, right? Again? Uh, didn't I mean earlier, like before I ask you to clarify some things a bit more. Uh, sorry about that. Or, or thanks for clarifying. Um, you wanted to start out with going into your into your own shadow self, I think, or your own experiences. Uh, no, I actually wanted to say what I I've already said. That I've noticed that oh, okay, people, okay, okay, some sorry. people, just lie to themselves, you know, and mm -hmm. portray themselves as being like super morally superior. And I see that everywhere, like in every context. Doesn't matter yeah, if it's sure, university, sure. if it's just normal life or church, or oh, that doesn't matter. They're always those people, and I, I really, I cannot deal with them. Mm. I just cannot, because if you're so, if you're manipulating yourself to the point where you actually <laughs> don't think that you have a cruel side to yourself, mm. then I'm, I'm, you're, you're just done. Like you, you, you will you have no control over that side of yourself if you like constantly yeah. lie to yourself and don't want to accept that i'm i i really i would prefer to be on the other extreme and be like fully accepting i mean accepting not in the sense of it it's great to like be cruel and whatever but be fully accepting of that part of myself and know that i am a piece of shit but i know i i can control that i would rather be on that extreme than on the extreme that oh my god i would mm. never i'm such a good person i'm such a moral person i would never hurt anybody in any case blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like yeah you're full of shit shut up um <laughs> so yeah anyways <laughs> um 
yeah, I, I just think it's important, as I said, to be to be truthful and honest to yourself and by extension with other people. But maybe Man, before I, think, I, I think start, actually, I'm on that again. note. Good. And a little example to probably disprove any one of you out there who thinks that they're an angel is just think back into your childhood, maybe what you did with your siblings or I don't know, some animals out there or <laughs> whatever. Um, children are usually those monsters. Or like not not always, but in children it really shows what humans I think can be capable of on a small scale. Like how cruel Absolutely. they can be to each other and and to things out there. It's it's crazy because they don't have they don't have co that much control about their inner monster yet anymore because they probably don't have like all the social standards incorporated in it and those moral values uh, incorporated into themselves yet so if you think back i think Absolutely. you find countless of examples <laughs> of, of things that will not resonate with your moral uh, inner self yet and i think we we kind of by by constructing this false um, safety cloak of moral beliefs and stuff, we, we might I think we might forget a bit always about that those cruel things that reside in ourselves um, that might need more control than just some beliefs um, here and there. Sure, to, to cover up. <laughs> The part with the children is actually quite interesting because I think it was even Pearson himself who argues that exactly as you said, children are monsters. I like absolute mm. monsters because they have, as you said, not they have no idea what morals really are. I mean, they might have a sense of what's right and wrong, but they yeah, don't really know it. And your job as a parent is basically to teach them exactly that, how to control that side and those instincts and those urges. So if a kid steals your favorite car toy, then you don't just hit him with a oh, hammer. No. You just don't do that. You know, you might want to do that no. and you might absolutely you be capable of that, but you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody I mean, if your like kid has access to a chainsaw <laughs> in the first place, then there might be a yeah, problem sure. there. Um, but <laughs> oh well. Um, but yeah, that that's basically the idea behind that. And I feel like a lot of parents. And I don't want to shit on parents because I'm not a parent. I have no idea how how you know how that actually is and how difficult it is. Um, but I see a lot of parents do that mistake of not really teaching the children how to control that side of your, of themselves. They rather just are like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, and don't really. Mm -hmm don't really teach or don't really show them again how to control that and how to be able to channel maybe those parts of themselves to do good you know and by extension become an actual moral person but still be capable if the situation <laughs> it, requires it to you make it someone. seem so what? easy parenting but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no it's not easy it's not at all it's it's simple the concept behind it i think but it's not easy to yeah. implement at all but yeah that's again just a random thing i've been thinking about and trying to explore because i feel like yeah. in many situations i i suppress that part of myself and i see i i see like i see that myself in real time it's like i'm a third person observer i see myself in real time just being super 
inauthentic and weird and just not genuine and people can feel that and i'm not talking about genuine in the sense of i'm lying to people i'm talking about genuine in the sense of i'm trying to hide parts of myself mm -hmm. you know and i think i've maybe that may be part of the reason why i've been exploring that because it it takes a lot of work to accept certain parts of yourself you know to be true yeah, yeah, yeah. and even if you are able to go through the hard work and identify them and accept them and start integrating them into your persona, then you're at a point where you are afraid to actually show that to other people because you are afraid that other people will leave you or whatever because they suddenly mm -hmm. think, oh my God, you've changed. What, what's the matter with you? Why are you like that? Um, and it's usually people you've known for a very long time because yes. if, you, if they've known you for a very long time and all those years you may have been suppressing your shadow self and suddenly you kind of integrate it more and become a more well-rounded person and uh, kind of stick up for yourself more or whatever then suddenly people are going to think well what what the fuck what's going on you know and some people may be like you know what i can't deal with you that way and i'm sorry but the relationship is over the friendship is over whatever and and that's i think to some extent i think that worries me um and that i'm trying to It's like a work on a lot thing again in a small scale. Yeah, I'm getting cancelled I mean, by my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should think about that again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that still okay. I mean, yes, yes. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> random, random words coming out of my mouth. One thing that still like bothered me is. By accepting, by accepting that sh those shadow sides of yourself, um, you kind of lose a bit the the call for action to change those sides about yourself. And I think, um, like just by decovering that probable risk here, I think we there should be, or like you should not see it as like I don't know praying to God and and forgiving you for all of your sins and stuff, but probably okay you can accept those sides but i think you should still try to at least suppress them or maybe work on them so that they actually disappear uh, to what extent that's possible uh, but i guess with shadow self you kind of define it as really those those cruel parts of yourself that are hardly changeable i guess yeah well exactly the the point of integrating your shadow self so to speak and i think there are a lot of therapy forms who who do that also and who focus on that mm -hmm. um is that i think the premise is that your shadow self parts are not really changeable they just are parts of you just as your eye color is part of you and you can't really change that i mean you might be able to do that with surgery and all of that but you can't really change your hair color uh, your your eye color and i think the point of shadow self integrating your shadow self is that It is not changeable and therefore you're way better off identifying those parts and accepting them and integrating them in a healthy manner rather than suppressing them completely and them just kind of taking control over you when it comes to extreme situations. I think your audio is off because I can't hear you. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, I can. Okay. Yes. Audio is off. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, that's, that's true. I guess that's the call for action then. Um, Exactly, but let's 
let's i guess spice things up a bit more so now you've thought about the general concept a lot um i'm sure you also thought about your own shadow self a little <laughs> Oof. Yeah. okay yes i yes. did for sure <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> so now share all the cancelable aspects about you Oof. that you want to share yeah well <laughs> do you want me to never be able to get a but job no. again or what yeah sure <laughs> this is the forbidden podcast episode you know this is taken down yeah <laughs> can we actually give it like a real real scary title that when when employees find that they're gonna be like oh shit mm. he's a psycho but, but let's let's limit it a bit because we don't want to explode the episode again but like what's yeah well. what's maybe one concept or what one aspect about yourself that you like discovered there by thinking about the, the shadow self that you, I mean, there's a ton of them, but I'm trying to pick. Maybe you already worked on a bit. <laughs> there's yeah. a ton of them. Mm. There's okay. a ton of them for sure, but I'm trying to pick one that's not like super personal, not super extreme, and maybe more relatable mm. to other people. I think a big one that basically everyone has is anger. Yes. Um, and I don't necessarily mean anger in, in the sense of like breaking stuff and uh, kicking people. I mean, Sure, I could do that, but um, not really in that <laughs> way. I think the way anger manifests for me is more of... It's it's very hard to explain. It's more of like an inner turmoil and an inner like frustration and maybe even hate towards a particular situation or people or just if someone annoys me, like that kind of bubbles up in me. And it's often very hard to suppress that and it's very hard not to show that and i've been told that when i'm annoyed i have like this very i look at people like i want to kill them which at that <laughs> moment might be true um shit what did i do the whole and... podcast episode to you <laughs> <laughs> no but You're looking like that it's, all day. <laughs> it's something that i think it. i'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's something that I think I'm quite good at controlling, but at the same time, there are some situations where it 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 can take control over me more than I'd like it to. And there are also situations where I, I could use that anger for good, but I don't really have access to it um, like instantaneously. Or I have to deploy very a high level of... I, I really have to focus to channel that anger and to deploy it for something good for example um one interesting thing i've heard from robert green if you know him who wrote the 48 laws of power and some other books um he said in an interview that <clears throat> he can only really write good stuff when he is when he has that anger and when he's angry <laughs> but not angry in the sense of ranting yeah, about and over or something or <laughs> <laughs> right um no but he says that he only really has um access to certain parts of himself and he, to, to a certain level of clarity when it comes to writing when he's in a state of anger to some extent and he's learned over the years to channel that anger and use it for good which is writing in that case uh, and he says that when he's writing when he's writing and he's angry versus when he's writing and he's just in a normal like neutral state the writing is vastly 
better when he's angry and when he's like focused and wants to really get a point across and something that he really bothers him and really, you know, um, is really personal to him. And I, I can really, really relate to that because even even like stupid school projects or um, presentations I had to do, I, I've noticed when I got quote-unquote angry and were like, you know what, fuck this shit. This is so stupid. This is so ridiculous. I hate this. It's, I suddenly just it suddenly just went perfectly and I could do, I, I could finish the presentation 10 minutes and get an A, you know, no problems. Whereas when I was in a neutral mm. state, I'm like, yeah, let's research for this and whatever. And it would take me days to do yeah. a presentation. And I'm kind of, I, I think I had that. I, actually, I, I think I was able to control my anger better when I was in high school, but now I've kind of, kind of lost that over one and a half years. I haven't really used mm-hmm. that because I didn't really need to. And and now I'm trying to get that back and be more conscious about it because it actually like genuinely really, really helps in, in like presentations and speaking and writing and basically everything I do. So yeah, that, that might be an example of something that um, I'm trying to in- integrate more in a healthy way and which hopefully is relatable to a lot more people than just myself using that anger to roast your pesky haters <laughs> yeah for sure Fancy. because i post so many times on social media and uh there's so mm. many uh, opportunities to comment on my photos <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right man. all right man well i think we can wrap it up or do you have something to say something it's, to comment on all that was it interesting? All, all that, was it a waste of that, time for you? Um, no, it's it was very interesting. Um, it's I think I've already heard about that concept somewhere, probably also in in, in Peterson's book. Um, was nice to bring it up again, um, especially combining it with the the previous podcast episode. Um, it resonated a lot with me, like getting to know the things that you're capable of in a positive. Um, but also here like in the negative now and um, it's actually like something that I've, I think I've been working on in the past yeah a few weeks also now but I haven't named it by that concept of shadow self like getting getting to know your negative sides a bit better um, what doesn't go go that well in yourself <laughs> might be morally wrong even and I've had lots of conflicts like that also in the past, and but it would be too long to share that stuff now. I think so. Thanks for bringing it up, mate. And uh, I think mate. we can, mate. We're Australian now. Yeah, I am <laughs> down under. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Maybe we can do a future yeah. like part two of, of this episode definitely. where you talk more about like your we can, side of the story out of each and every single one of the issues that came to mind in that that uh, like in this episode right now here we could do an, uh, an extra episode i think <laughs> perfect so we got stuff coming for the awesome, next few weeks man. that's good thanks for bringing up all right man the concept resonated with me for sure for sure hope uh, this is also the case for some people out there and if so, be free to leave you know, a like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, leave some feedback for us, send us an email. And hope to see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>